They say everything is bigger in Texas. And when it comes to the future of esports, one city in the Lone Star State is going big on one of the planet's fastest growing trends. This is TikTok. I'm Dave Byers. Joining me today right here in studio is Bloomberg News' Amanda Albright. Amanda, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. First off, you're a municipal bonds reporter for Bloomberg. Explain what municipal bonds are exactly and how you have led to you doing this great esports story. Right. So it might sound kind of wonky, but muni bonds are basically just a way for cities and states, um, towns to finance schools, roads, bridges, um, and also things like sports stadiums, convention centers. Where we are right now. Exactly. Okay, so in your piece, you call this a big gamble for the city of Arlington, Texas, which is building this huge esports complex. What are the city's plans and how much is it going to cost? Right. So the city is planning to kind of retrofit an existing convention center um, to kind of make space for this esports center. So it'll cost them about $10 million, which is coming out of their um, fiscal 18 budget. Um, and so it'll include space for 2,000 fans, a VIP room, concessions, <laughs> um, all of the sort of things that you would expect at any other um, sports arena. And these are the type of arenas that will host huge like Madden events or Fortnite events. Exactly. So so the city kind of sees this as a way to cash in on this e-gaming boom that we've seen um, all over the world, basically. Um, and so in the U.S., there aren't really that many um, stadiums, especially on the East Coast or in the South, um, you know, where Arlington is. Um, so they're kind of looking to kind of cash in on all of this revenue that they see. So you said it's going to cost them $10 million? So with $10 million, it's like chump change to, to, to Texas, they have to Dallas, they have the Cowboys, they have the Rangers. So how much do those stadiums cost compared to this one? Right. So this stadium is much smaller. Um, you know, the Cowboys stadium costs over a billion dollars. Uh, stadium that they're building right now for the Rangers is going to cost over a billion dollars. Um, the city's, you know, contribution to that has <laughs> been d different in each case, but the city has always been willing to kind of pay up for sports. Um, that's something that's important to them. You know, they call themselves the sports capital. Um, but this isn't something that's going to bankrupt them. And neither were those projects either. Um, you know, they've had no problem paying off those bonds. You touched on a little bit. What what other type of stadiums around the country, esports stadiums are there? Like this isn't the first of its kind. Right. So there are other esports arenas, um, but right now it's mostly been uh, kind of a private business. So Activision Blizzard has opened up some arenas. Um, a company called Allied Esports has opened up um, some facilities. But this is the first time that I can tell that a city is actually, you know, contributing some of its own money to a project like this. And what's the benefit? Why are they contributing their own money? Like, what's what's the end game, and how much is it going? How much are they going to rake in? Right. So it kind of gets into like why you know cities build these stadiums to begin with. You know, whether it's an NBA arena or an NFL stadium, it kind of is all behind this sort of race to attract development, to make your city livable and somewhere that millennials want to live. Um, that was something that for Arlington, having millennials um, come in was very very important to them. You know, they wanted to keep the UT Arlington gamers happy. They have a big gaming community over at that university. Um, so for Arlington, it's just trying to make the city a little bit more livable and they see entertainment as being like a, a key way to do that. The recent events in Jacksonville, Florida, where two gamers were killed, put safety uh, into the spotlight for, for these massive events. How has this 
proposed stadium in Arlington uh, looked into that, prepared for that? Yeah, so um, I asked them about it, and they said that they are going to prepare for this the same way that they would any other big or small event. Um, and, you know, Arlington has a lot of resources, so I think that they, you know, would probably be more than equipped to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of question of violence and inclusivity is one that, you know, definitely there needs to be more research on it. And, there, you know, cities kind of need to address that if they're going to build these spaces. Why is this, financially speaking, a bad idea for the city of Arlington? So if you talk to any economist, pretty much um, they will tell you that any sort of public subsidy for sports stadiums is a bad idea. And they say it's because it could be just financed privately. It's not something that's taken advantage of by every single member of the public, unlike, you know, a road or a park that anyone can use um, for free. And so this case is, you know, not any different. And then there are also these issues of inclusivity and like, who is this what is this arena being built for? Like, who's going to come in? And is this going to be something that the general public actually uses? Or is it going to sit empty? But Arlington voters have have been supported. They have a, a track record of supporting these types of stadiums in Dallas, in Arlington. Exactly. That's very important to remember. And that's something that I'm sure is very mind-boggling to the uh, sports economists <laughs> that study this. Um, you know, Arlington voters dating back to the 1990s, have repeatedly approved public financing. Um, And by that, I mean they're approving, you know, increased taxes, their own tax money being used for sports stadiums. Mm. So clearly this is something that is very important to people who live there. Um, You know, the Cowboys have, you know, one of the highest attendance rates of any NFL team. So clearly people are using the stadium and they think, you know, sports and entertainment are something that they want to support. When does the stadium open up now? It's planned for later this year, I think no, around November. And do they have any like really big grand plans for the opening? I have a feeling that they are definitely going to make it a big deal. You know, as far as we know, this is the largest uh, esports arena in North America. That's kind of you know what they're billing it as. Um, and so I was looking at some videos of the the Cowboys' uh, grand opening, and you know people were just dancing and there were performances and you know it was a really huge deal and so I think that the the city is really going to embrace this and um, you know I'm like personally just as someone who covers like city finance I'm very excited to see like what happens and um, just sort of how this plays out for them. So are we going to see you at any esports arenas in the near future? So I actually went to a game at the Barclays <laughs> Center to do some reporting. Quote unquote research, right? Um, yes, research and you know this is something that I you know would definitely want to follow just from a human interest perspective and also the city um, perspective, um, because these games are very, people are passionate. The fans that I talked to, you know, they, it was almost like they'd never gotten a chance to sit in a room with other esports players and like, just like scream and mm-hmm. shout and yell. And like, they knew every single player <laughs> there. And like, there was a famous player that walked through the arena at one point and everyone started freaking out. Like, it was just like any other game that you might go to at a major um, sports facility. Are you a gamer yourself? I am not. Um, I have dabbled in The Sims and um, Hearthstone, which is a more popular game, but I've never really gotten into it. But um, I think that at least for covering like sports finance stuff, it kind of lets me kind of take a step back and see, you know, the criticisms and also what's great about these sports. Bloomberg News is Amanda Albright. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Make sure to follow Amanda on Twitter. She's at Amanda underscore Albright. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening. And please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers. And you can get all your updates on Twitter 24-7 at TikTok.